Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. What's up, everyone? This is WWE NXT superstar Dominic Dajakovic, and you are feasting your eyes on Going In Raw. Feast your eyes on that. Hey, Rendo Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found and filmed live at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. Please give us a follow there on the Twitch and be notified whenever we go live with one of our recaps. Uh, we've got a robust uh, banter uh, amongst friends before this uh, before the recap happens. It's fun stuff. Talked about getting some dirt in my eye this morning. That was fun. I, yeah, but you know what, man? If I was just talking to you right now, I didn't know that you didn't have the juice today. I'd feel like you got the juice. You, you, you're coming off as a man with juice. Drinking some coffee that way. Out of your nice Pleasanton mug right there. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's good stuff. I've got my bridesmaid uh, uh, cup here. It says Lacey on it. Oh, look at that. Anyways, uh, so yeah. And then, of course, we do have tons of bonus content, man. If you're into Steven Larson, uh, so much so that you want bonus Steven Larson. Uh, well, we've got you covered with Friendo Club TV. Yeah, that's And right. we've got Ask Steven Larson, the show where no wrestling talk is allowed. We've got today, Pin, Loser Draw. It's a contest where you can win a very quick, hastily sketched illustration from Correct. me, Steve, here. It's a lot of fun. People have fun with it. I demand that they have fun. I uh, wanted to give some shout-outs to some patrons because the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson, is just one way mm -hmm. that you can get access mm -hmm. to all this great bonus content. Yeah. Uh, Alex Levy and Jesse D. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you. For your support. Oh, wait, I think we got some other ones. Uh, Harrison, Mike Mann. Yeah, that's it. Um, so you can also, if you uh, sub to us on the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. And of course, YouTube channel members, just click join. You get uh, access to all that bonus content as well. I've noticed this today, both uh, uh, our friend over at Cultaholic Adam Pachiti and here in the Twitch uh, chat, Diehard Homer said, three years ago today, Jinder Mahal climbed to the top of the mountain, won that uh, WWE title. That, that feels like a lifetime ago. It really does. Like a long, long time ago. It really ago. does. Yeah. Uh, anyways. Let's hop right into it. NXT. Uh, I don't, dude, I don't, I'll be honest. I'm not sure if it's because I have my, I've been making, I've been hooking up some decent breakfasts for me in the morning these days. And I don't know if NXT, because I've been eating these great breakfasts on my like Thursday what, what mornings. Kind of what breakfast? 
Uh, oh, I just you know, it's a, it's a standard thing, but it's I got eggs, some sausage patties, uh, an extra crispy English muffin, and an avocado. Oh that man, good. It fills me up. Tastes so good. Some coffee <laughs> and some I NXT. Bowl, I had a bowl of Cheerios with some uh, Goline Crunch in it. That's what I had for breakfast and uh, a cup and a half of coffee. Will that make you happy? Yeah, I was in this position this morning after everything. I was, yeah, was going to take a lot more than just that. Time. A little bit maybe of put biscuits and gravy in front of me. That might make me happy. Also, would have made me sleepy. Maybe I'll postmates you some biscuits and gravy next time you get some dirt. Tomorrow I'm going to make some pancakes though. So oh, I just got a new box of Kodiak cakes too. So I'm happy. Yeah, Zod- my Zodiac cakes. Um, Zodiac cakes with uh, banana and blueberry in it. Mm. Uh, so I don't know. I've been I've been really feeling NXT lately. I feel like it's been a combination of them getting out of the performance center. Like we saw that with uh, that really weird, but I thought thoroughly charming Shotzi Blackheart tank promo. Cameron Grimes out there. Uh, I thought there was some good stuff going on in NXT this week. Takeover. There was some good stuff, and then there was the Damian Priest promo. <laughs> uh, I know, but that was that was one promo. I don't mind Damian Priest. Damian, every when people say people have said this endlessly, Damian Priest is the new Baron Corbin. He and, is. I know it's. I I feel like he's not into his own gimmick. Like a lot. So, do you remember that? I think it was like a takeover behind the scenes thing, like a day of thing. And Triple H was talking to Damian Priest about his gimmick and how the like the only little segment of conversation we got was how we start incorporating your own personality into it. Yeah. Sometimes I get no. I I don't I don't have a problem with Damian Priest. I think he's I think he's entertaining in a different but similar way to Dominic Dijakovic. Oh, I find uh, Dijak way more charming and, and <laughs> interesting than Damian Priest at this point. But I feel like Damian Priest's thing isn't close to what he is like. I agree with that. Also, like the I. His idea of living forever is so nebulous. <laughs> you know, it's like I just want people to remember me. That's what he's. My, that's what he's saying. But I want to live forever. Yeah. And it's yeah. like I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do. Try to do all this. These things so people remember me. Uh, right now, people remember him because he tries to do things and fails repeatedly. Uh, so it's not really working for him. You want to live forever? You got one option for you: vampire. That's what you got to do. Yeah. Yeah. Or a Highlander. Got, yeah. I mean, like he's ninety percent. I'm not going to get off this until I make him a vampire. Mm-hmm. Or until, well, I mean, what if he actually wins something? Because, I mean, the idea is he wants his name to live on an infamy. He wants his name. When you when you open yeah. the Gray Sports Almanac, you'll see he's his on name. on the cover, or, or at least on the, 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 the sportsman of the decade. Damian right. Yeah. He's, he wants to notch wins against big names so that his name will live forever. I get that. I get that. I get it. I get it. But it's, I don't know. It's not, as, it's not as something as tangible, I feel like, as being a vampire and literally living forever. Okay, but we've had that, that and his achievable. name was Gangrel, and he really didn't get that over. Yeah, because uh, he should have, because his presentation was great, music was great. I don't think he could really talk on the mic that well. I think that was the problem. Did we ever hear works. Gangrel talk? I think so. I felt like we did. Did we? Um, I never. I don't remember. I mean, that probably speaks to you know how maybe he wasn't all that great on the mic. Could be, but I'm telling you, Damian Priest is 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 Lost Boy style vampire, super you know 80s. That would be money. Money. Maybe. Maybe. Money. Maybe. Give him a mullet. Um, some earrings with like feathers on it, you know? Very yeah. 80s. Yeah. Do that. Otherwise, I thought there was a lot of good stuff to like. I liked all the... Uh, I was shocked that... Uh, uh, no, I, was I shocked? 
Yeah, no, I guess I was shocked because I, I called Kushida winning that Drake Maverick match. Uh, but then they end up doing the triple threat, which I think I yeah, called really, last week. They're so. really going to really milk the Drake Maverick thing, and he's not going to get signed back on. So I'm not going to be so – it. you know what, man? It is it is crazy. If they don't re-sign him, that's going to be insane. He's doing a lot of promos right now, or a lot of promo stuff with I EC3. Like, so I mean, it feels like they're not, not going to. I know, I, I know it's not a slap at his face, but I feel like they're exploiting the video he did after he got released, getting himself over. They're exploiting that for their own benefit. And yeah, it's a short-term benefit for him. I'm sure he's still getting paid. Uh, but at the end of the day, he's still going to be without a job. Oh, he, not for long. He'll he'll fit right in an AEW. If that's where he ends up going. That, that's, I mean, it, that's, that's where the job is. I mean, I, he'll be, he'll be fine. He'll be, even if he gets out of there, he'll be fine. I get what you're saying, but he's, it's not like he's doing this, uh, you know, with a gun against his head. This is, this is a hell of a way to go out if he is actually going out. It, yeah. I, it'd be honestly like seeing, especially his performance this week. I mean, one thing that we can agree on, it's stupid for them to release him. He is so good. He's got one of the. I, I always forget about his his themes. He's got one of the best theme songs that we rarely get to hear. Um, he's a yeah. hell of a wrestler, a hell of yeah, a storyteller, man. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't know why they've they've had him in a, a authority role for so long when he he's actually a really good wrestler, a good storyteller. It's, he's it's got a, a yeah. They've been more or less wasting his talents for years, and they release him and like, oh, here now that we've released you, we'll give you a few weeks to actually showcase what you can do. Yeah, because you got your you did a thing on Twitter. That got a lot of steam and pe- people were really into it. Now we'll actually do it. Yeah, it just feels like uh, that would be you're a little late to this on this one. Um, and now that uh, you've already cut him, yeah, we'll, we'll actually utilize him to his 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 skill set. And then uh, we'll see you later. I we'll know. see. I don't know. They're, they're I, kind of know rough, I, kind of I don't know. Right I don't know if he's actually going to get released or if he or if he if that's like a real thing or if that's sticking. I'm enjoying the story while it's playing out. I think that's a really, really well done story. And his performance is really terrific. So, I mean, you know, regardless of what happens in the future. Uh, on them in chat says stand him next to other talent and, and, and why they don't use him will be clear. Yeah, he's short. He's yeah. small. He's short. But, but the, the, in, in the cruiserweight division, it's fine. And like I mean, the uh, your your typical wrestler these days coming in isn't exactly six four anymore, mm-hmm. um, unless you're carrying cross. Which uh, what what a great segue! Uh, he's having a match against uh, Tommaso Ciampa at Takeover. Takeover, yeah, in your house, which is uh, expected. Yes, this was totally expected, um, and it's it's going to be a big win for him because obviously he's going to get the win. Uh, I guess let's just hop into the episode then, because uh, sure. that's what kicked things off. Karrion Cross versus Liam. Liam, I didn't catch the last name. But he had Liam, Liam on his pants. I love that drunk, so. you have him here in the notes as Liam with a question mark. I they said his last name. I didn't catch it though. I thought they said his last name. But sometimes we see times when people have stuff on their trunks, like other it's names, not even their name, and it's not the name they yeah. they use to refer yeah. to. Them, so that's why I put Liam question mark. I thought they said Liam something, but I didn't catch the last. Hugh Longheavy here in chat claims it's Liam Gray. Okay. Liam, where are you going? I'm off to get squashed by Karrion Cross. Yeah, that he did. A couple Saito suplexes, cross jacket. Uh, Karrion Cross gets the W. Mm-hmm. Um, Ciampa comes out, introduces himself to Karrion and Scarlet. Says uh, NXT is his home, but you already knew that. That's why you attacked me, the main attraction, to make a point. And hell, part of me, not Larson Ciampa, respects it. Says, look at you. You're special. Your aura, special. 
You're 6'4", 260 pounds. Special. You got that killer entrance. That's special. And this was a little touch I like. So he gets on the apron, and Scarlet walks over. And she's smiling. Smiling lowers the rope for him so he can get in the ring. Yeah, I know. I know. That was great. That was really good. He gets in, says he's special, says he's special, and that's why he came out here to look uh, Cross in the eyes to say at TakeOver it's going to be Ciampa versus Karrion Cross. Now that's special. Welcome to the main event. A bit of a stare down. Ciampa slowly backs up and he leaves. Uh, I wish they would have let Cross talk. That's actually one of his strengths. He's a really good promo guy. He's like a he really a good, good promo. promo. Um, there was that. I was, we'll talk about this again, and we're going to keep on talking about it, depending on what's going on each week with the entrance. So she didn't lip sync at first, but then she did start lip syncing, and she started getting all mean mugging to the camera. I really wish, because I really loved her not lip syncing in the first part. Yeah. And then, and I was like, man, if you can just like, if you can just sort of convey the lyrics, but just with your eyes into the camera, mm-hmm. that's how you More go powerful. with that. It's but once powerful, she started lip syncing, I was like, oh, no, it kind of just Here's another thing. I thought it was fall and pray they were saying, but it's fall and pray. Oh, okay. Fall and pray sounds fall. cool. Yeah, that's what I thought too. fall and pray. Yeah. That's fall and pray. There's a, it's fun. There's a dead turkey uh, across the road when I Bummer. walk when I walk gypsy. They're all yeah. over, you know around here. There's like turkeys. Yeah, there's everywhere. tons of turkeys everywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gypsy was trying to get at it. It was like it was just a mess of feathers and a little bit of meat. So I don't know what the hell happened to the rest of it. Probably but I was like, Jip, stay away from that carrion. Yeah, Isn't that carrion? Isn't it just like carrion, dead yeah, animal? It's rotting flesh, rotting animal flesh. Yes. Yeah. Surprised vultures haven't uh, descended upon it. It's Maybe the they the did, street. and that's why there's not a lot left. Where is it at? Is it is it your street or is it on Hazel? Uh, it's literally like on the other side of Hazel on my street, but just, just like as soon as you cross, it's right there. All right. There's well, that house there. on the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it, that might be too much traffic there for the vultures to really dig in, you know? Uh, maybe, maybe. I mean, it is. It's like about, I don't know, 20 yards away from traffic. Oh, oh. yeah. Well, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know how private vultures like to be when they're feasting on the rotting flesh of dead animals i'm sure there's a youtube video out there we could look it up uh after that we had a video package for uh the cruiserweight tournament uh yeah it was, re- it was really well done they had the yeah. records of everybody leading up to the the final two matches uh phantasma uh had some killer gear man mm-hmm. it was so nicely designed and colorful that that mask he had for his entrance alone was a million bucks man that looked great yeah uh, his music is oddly generic, though. Yeah, that's kind of par for course these days with a lot of these WWE themes. Of course, they parted ways with CFO dollar signs, so I feel like a lot of the stuff they have was like the stuff they recorded and never end up using. Well, the cross one is really good. Yeah, the cross one is really good. Who else recently? Uh, I like Damian Priest. Damian Priest is a good one. Oh. Uh, hmm. You just I mean, don't like Damian Priest. That's so sad to me because, like, you offered him a don't you had like a positive interaction with him. Yeah, it's, that's not a reflection of my feelings uh, towards him as a person. I don't know him as a person. Just the packaging uh, as he's presented to me, I kind of feel like it's false advertising with him. Everything about him screams vampire. Just give me vampire. <laughs> Vampires aren't real, man. Suspension of disbelief, man. They call the Undertaker a dead man. I know for a fact he's not dead. You, you you present the illusion well to me. I'll buy into it. If you tell a good story. Mm. Yeah, yeah Damien Priest out there drinking blood. I don't care mm. if he's a real vampire or not. It's a great visual. You can't do that these days, man. Sure you can. You get COVID blood. 
let's see here. We had Phantasma versus Akira Tozawa. Uh, this is a fun match. It was a fun match. It was a fun match. Uh, Phantasma picked up the win. You go in for a <clears throat> Phantom Driver. Tozawa uh, counters it into an octopus. Phantasma, though, powers out. Bang, Phantom Driver to get the win. He advances to the finals. He will face the winner of Block A, which we thought we might find out who that was tonight. No, we're going to have to wait a week. More on that later. After that, we had a recap of uh, the shenanigans between uh, Matthew Riddle and Timothy Thatcher, followed by a promo from Mr. Timothy Thatcher. And he was saying, Matt Riddle, I don't even, it, he's got the weirdest non accent. I mean, he was just born here in, in Alhambra. Um, yeah. He's got the weirdest, like, I don't know if it's, if, if it's like, because he's got some, his teeth, like, are kind of gnarly. And I don't know if it's that, but, or his time, like, over in Europe. I don't know what it is, but he's got the weirdest way of talking. But it's kind of infectious. And he's like, Matt Riddle. It is. Matt Riddle. I enjoyed like his promos. His promos are like almost so bad they're great. Yeah. They're like, they're they're what I would feel a guy who legitimately could rip me limb from limb would talk like, like in like in real life. Like there's no po- there's no polish there. No. But it's really good. Like he's really yeah. captivating. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't try. The thing is, he doesn't try. I feel like he doesn't try. He's just, yeah. he's just being him. He still, to me, he still comes off like a modern day Benoit in like a good yeah. way, you know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he says last week you left the the Matt Riddle circus and you enjoyed it, the leaving part. Uh, but he only got a fraction <laughs> in of what he wanted. Uh, he says he wants another match. This time, no lucky pinfalls. Pinfalls don't count. Only knockouts or tapouts count. Uh, he says Matt Riddle, I'll let you pick the place. Why wouldn't he? Why didn't he just say we'll do this at Takeover? That's like a perfect takeover match. They're going to do it in a cage, too. And Riddle's yeah. like, next week, bro. Uh, Can't wait to get his hands on him, man. After that, we found out that Shotzi Blackheart uh, owns, apparently, a tank. Yeah, well, yeah. I like this a lot, man. I thought that what it lacked in polish with her promo made up for in spades with uh, with just pure charm. I thought it was great. She was like, you know... I was all about my dad. I was raised by my dad. He introduced me to rock music, which got me into punk music, which, and, you know, wrestling and punk music is just, you know, it's like the same thing, basically. And this is my tank. It's just tank girl. It's like cheesy and fun and cool as shit. I, I love this. Uh, the, one, the one misstep I felt like was when she was running over the cars and like naming various uh, heel uh, women wrestlers. Yeah. And saying, this is you, Candice LeRae. I was like, oh, that's a bit too much. Okay, no. Here's what it needed. You know what it was lacking? Because, and she hinted at it earlier. She cursed. She said shit, and they and they bleeped it out. Could you yeah. imagine if she was rolling over the ta- or the, in the tank, rolling over the car, saying, fuck you, Chelsea Green. Suck my dick, you know, uh, Mia yeah. Yim. Yeah. <laughs> well, she wouldn't have included Mia because Mia's face is all a heel. She should have included everybody. It's every man for or woman for themselves. See, that would have made it better because because it felt like punches were being pulled there, you know? Yeah. Well, you can't really say those words that I just said on the TV. Well, you could bleep them out. I guess. But she's supposed to be, you know, she's supposed to be fun-loving tank girl, I think. Yeah, but, you know, if, if you're if you're saying that you're, uh, metaphorically speaking, running over uh, the heel uh, heels in the women's division and you're super punk rock, just do a little cussing. I love this man. I thought it was rad. Well, you know, oh, how about this? What about she goes full Gigi Allen? Oh, starts throwing poo. <laughs> She's up there just crapping her hands, throwing it at the car. No, then you'll lose me. Completely. Take this, Chelsea Green. Any references to Gigi Allen, you lose me. <laughs> you know, one of your favorite AEW wrestlers named himself after Gigi Allen. I'm aware of that. Just making sure. 
No, that's Darby Crash and, and Gigi Allen. Mm-hmm. Those two names together is Darby Allen. I wonder what Darby Allen would think about your views on Gigi Allen. Gigi Allen was a terrible human being, by the way. Yeah, he was. <laughs> Not a very good musician either. Oh no, he was a decent musician. Uh, let's see here. So yeah, I thought this was. I thought this was great. She's a comic book character come to life. She's Tank Girl. I think it. I thought it was absolutely great. Again, you're leaving the performance center and you're giving us a tank running over stuff. Man, I thought that was great. Although, <clears throat> I was slightly disappointed that all she did was run over a car because when she was like, there. you got a cannon, shoot it. When you when you reference the howitzer, don't you have to use the howitzer? You have to show it off. Yeah, you should. You should. She's great. Uh, after that, we had me M versus Santana Garrett. Um, I love Not that much s- of a match here. Yeah, but I love that Santana Garrett's like outfits and general presence usually overshadows her opponents because she looks like a million bucks. They said she makes her own ring gear. And Beth then said, I wish I could be a seamstress. Beth Phoenix had some of the most weird, like the weirdest tangents last night. And I feel like, dude, just just get rid of Morrow and put Tom Phillips there. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm so over Morrow. I really am. Save, I don't uh, mean to... save Morrow for takeover. Yeah, he's great at takeover. Just call the moves and you're fine. But man, it's just immediately. I'm just, dude. I'm trying to eat my my good breakfast, and he's just in my eggs. Get out of my eggs, Morrow. Come on, man. And you're taking a bite, and you hear "Mama Mia." It's a great <laughs> breakfast sandwich. <laughs> Take a bite of my sausages. That's so spicy. <laughs> <laughs> the eggs running down Steve's face like uh, Bridalwood Falls. <laughs> Bridalwood Falls. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move 
fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. <laughs> like a made up a waterfall. Uh, uh, so John Doe says, yeah, imagine if Shotzi said, fuck you, fuckface. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Hold on, what? Great. What fifty forty two? I should probably bleep that out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then, uh, after Mia Yim's victory with Protect Your Neck, it wasn't much of a match. my pencil. Wasn't much of a match. Uh, Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae come out to the map. Uh, Johnny's mocking her theme. Uh, K- Candice says, "Oh, congratulations for winning! Finally." Um, says, "Wasn't that what you're supposed to do last week at Charlotte?" Uh, here she was handed another opportunity, unlike Candace, and you dropped the ball. Uh, but Candace said she would have thrived in that opportunity. Yeah, John, and Johnny adds that uh, Candace would have succeeded where Mia failed, and that uh, they're going to show Mia what happens when someone's dropped the ball and given an opportunity they don't deserve, they're the, how they handle it the Gargano way. So they get in the ring. Uh, Johnny helps Candace send Mia from the ring. Keith Lee comes out to make the save. Uh, he and Mia get in, uh, Johnny and Candace, they run out of there. I'll be honest, man. I'm really enjoying the Gargano stuff these days. I think that Johnny, the, that first time he was sort of like threatening to go heel with, you know, Champa, where he was like, oh, I'm so torn. That didn't work for me. This stuff where he's just a weaselly little shit, I, I, find, it, I find it super entertaining. I really like it. I'm not sure how I feel about it yet. After that, we had uh, Cameron Grimes promo. Was he in a vineyard? It looked that way, yeah. Yeah, it looked like looked like grapes behind him. I didn't really see him as a vineyard guy. No, I don't see him as a as a as a wine type. Whiskey, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I liked this promo a lot, though. He said uh, he said because he was loud and obnoxious. Uh, this win over Finn was my greatest moments in NXT he, history. He was very obnoxious. Yeah. In fact, I used to look up to Finn, but after I caved him in, he was looking up me. And it's soon, now it's going to be Grimes time. And then when he said that, I was like, oh, this is great. But it just reminds me of crime time. And now I'm depressed. Yeah. It didn't like, and I know, dude, I know it has nothing to do with that. It's just, it just sounded like that. And then it took me to a bad place. So like, I don't know. I just felt the need to point that out. I don't know why. Yeah. I felt bad because I was like, man, this is a really good promo. And then he just reminded me of something really sad that happened. Yeah. But uh, otherwise, hey, killer promo. It was probably filmed like three weeks ago, so there's not, like, nothing they could do about it. Hey, how was how impressive is it that like no spoilers have leaked out over these tapings? Yeah, it's kind of impressive. Yeah, just thinking. Anyways, uh, after that, we had a Drake Maverick interview. Uh, this was good. He called Kushida the best wrestler in the world. Uh, said uh, he's not Bret Hart, but he's tired of second guessing himself. He's tired of what if. He's like, man, I'm tired of people coming up to me, giving me pep talks, TED talks, uh, you know, all these different talks. I've got to do one thing, and that's win. Get that W. Get that W. Yeah. Next, uh, Roger Strong versus Dexter Loomis. I like that Adam Cole dropped the promo to camera. No mic, just to the camera. You could hear him through the camera audio, but he wasn't mic'd up. It felt more intimate, mm-hmm, yeah. more real. Yeah, uh, he's uh, a week away from being champ for a whole year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, impressive feat. Yep. 
and then he said, and that's and that's not a, just a fact. It's and right when he was gonna say it, Bobby Fish, who I don't think realized he was about to say in a speeder, he was just like, "Oh, that's glorious, man!" And Adam Cole just sort of laughed at him. Uh, so yeah, then uh, they leave to leave Roderick Strong on his own to take on serial yeah. killer Dexter Loomis. Yeah, man, friend of the show, Dexter Loomis. Yeah, man. And uh, and I like it because uh, on the way to the ring, uh, Roderick Strong looked in the camera and said, Dexter Loomis, you weird dork. Yeah. I'm about to break your neck and your back. And the whole match, Roderick Strong was just weirded out whenever Dexter would look at him. Yeah. Early on. Stop staring at me. Stop staring at me. And then uh, Loomis had him or Roddy had him in the uh, headlock. And Loomis kept on twisting his head around to look at him. And it mm-hmm. freaked out. It was a abdominal stretch. Sorry. Kept on freaking him out. Uh, finished though. Saw. Didn't the Undisputed Era come out? No. No, it was uh, Roderick. Like kind of rolled him up. Rolled they were like up, tussle yeah. on the ground, and he sort of got him in a roll in a in a, like a, a, a roll up thing. Pin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he got Lewis the three. The Roderick triangle. goes to the apron to, to like celebrate, uh, and as he's doing that. Dexter slithers to him, puts him in the anaconda, gets down yeah. on the ground, and he won't let go. The ref is telling him to get off. The Undisputed Era come down. Adam Cole kicks him in the head, and he no-sells it. So Bobby Bob Fish, Fish kicks him in the head and no-sells it. And then Adam Cole goes back to wind up for a, for a last shot. And uh, before he's able to get it off, Velveteen Dream runs yep. down. He helps out yep. Dexter Loomis, uh, sends Cole over the barricade. He goes up. <laughs> To the top, I know. He goes up to the top. The magic of editing here. And uh, uh, Cole's on the other side of the barricade. So Dream launches himself over the barricade. Cut. And then go to a close-up of the actual elbow drop. Uh, So, you know. But, dude, it's an elbow drop on the concrete. What are they supposed to do? I thought this was fine. Yeah, I guess it was okay. (laughs) Boy, (laughs) you got a lot of that dirt in your eye, huh? Yeah, that hadn't even happened yet at this point in the show. Mm. Um, this was great, though. So Kira Tozawa is walking the parking lot. Phantasma drives up, uh, gets out, you know, is like saying thanks for a great match. Tozawa congratulates him. Fantastic sportsmanship. I love it. I love good sportsmanship. Love it. Uh, so then the luchadors roll up in their car, get out. They start attacking Tozawa because at this point, Phantasma has already gotten back in his car. So Phantasma... He has to crawl across the seat to get out the passenger side, comes around to help Tazal by that point. Luchadors get back in their car and drive off. Yeah, this was good stuff. I I was thinking, man, it'd be cool. I want to like see a I don't know, a faction of guys who were like Phantasma and Tazawa and then somebody else. I don't know who. I don't know why. I like when people are friends. After that, we had a... Me too. I like people that are friends and good sportsmanship. That's all you want to see. No tension, no drama, just No tension, no, just good sportsmanship. I mean, there could be competition amongst friends, but good sportsmanship. That's really the way to go. Uh, two guys yeah. who uh, are good sportsmen, Oni, uh, Oni Lorkin and Danny Birch, took on Everize. This was barely even a match. Yeah, and then after the match, uh, they mock the current tag team champions, Imperium, by standing with their arms behind their back. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so they're going to get their asses kicked by Imperium soon. Oh, yes. Uh, After that, we had a Keith Lee interview uh, where he's asked about uh, Team Gargano, and he's like, well, first of all, who in the bluest of blue hells records themselves eating dinner? It's a fair question. He says he has a problem with the Gargano way, and he has a feeling that it reaches its limit. At takeover. Takeover. 
That'll be a good match. Johnny might win that match too, man. Yeah, he might. If they want Keith Lee to take that belt off Adam Cole, I think there's a very high chance that's going to happen. Do you see what's going to happen next week on NXT with uh, Adam Cole and William Regal? No. Live negotiations. Oh, interesting. Did they advertise that during this show? It was on the dot-com. I didn't notice it on the show. Gotcha. Uh, After that, Matt Riddle responded to Timothy Thatcher. Said, Timothy, you're not a stallion. You're a putz. I thought he was going to make another, like, horse reference, but, like, you know, a crappy horse, which, um, I mean, if you play Red Dead Online, it's a uh, scrawny nag, because if you need to get to a play, like, if you don't have your own horse hanging out with you, yeah. you can just hit the top button, like, the top D-pad button, and yeah. then, like, a shitty horse comes to you, that ain't yeah. worth nothing, and it's, and it's got, the little name is above it, it's called scrawny nag. That's funny. You're not a stallion, you're a scrawny nag. Uh, anyways, he's down to fight. He said he wants to do it in a steel cage, but not a takeover. He wants to do it next week. Yes. Can't wait for takeover, man. He wants to get his hand on Thatcher now. Uh, next, Kushida versus Drake Maverick. Drake Maverick was getting his he was getting his butt beat up. He was getting destroyed. His arm was getting murdered. That was the story. Kushida just kept on going for that arm, and my arm started to hurt halfway through this. Yeah, man. Because, man, it was uh, – and then, you know, he would get him in a, in a lock, and then – He'd keep on getting to the ropes, but then some, you know, Drake would go over there and, sorry, Drake Wirtz, the ref. There's two Drakes in this match. He was like, do you want to give up? He's like, no, I don't want to give up. No. Ah, no. Yeah, this is this is really good stuff from Drake Maverick here. Yeah, it was, it was a good match. Uh, he got the opportunistic roll-up. Uh, well, Kushida's going for a cross-arm breaker after they did the thing off the top rope. Um, that was cool, though, where, where uh, Drake was going for a top rope bulldog with one arm. And Kushida's like, nah, you're going to, upon impact, you're getting a cross-arm breaker. Mm-hmm. That's pretty great. Yeah. And then Drake just rolls him up, gets the, the quick win. Uh, Byron so, Saxton. What? During the match, Jake Atlas, the yeah. other guy who was doing well in the tournament, was out there to cheer on Drake Maverick. Of course, he gave mm-hmm. Drake his first loss. And, uh, and then Jake Atlas comes out to cheer on. But for whatever reason, they didn't have a camera on Jake Atlas. And if it wasn't for commentary telling me who it was, if it wasn't for his uh, game show host jacket, have the, I'd be like, who? Why? Why is there just one random guy out there cheering for Drake Maverick? They did like, why did they just have a camera on his back? Put a camera on know. the guy. Yeah, I know. I don't know. Anyway, he was cheering yeah. on Drake because he wanted you know Drake to not lose his job. Uh, yeah. So uh, Drake wins, and he's like, oh my god, it's a great moment. This would have been great in front of people. Would have been great mm-hmm. instead of just mm-hmm. in front of one person. Um, so Jake Atlas goes in there and there and he's like, Oh man, this is great. You know, we're all friends. We're all tied up and you know, in the head to head, we're all tied up. Yeah. Then Byron just teleports in somehow and he says, Hey guys, I've gotten news. General manager, William Regal has decided that there will be one more match to determine who will face El Fantasma in the finals. Uh, and that's going to happen next week. It's triple threat. And, uh, Kushida's like telling Drake, which is hugely insensitive to a guy who's been released. TikTok, Time's and Drake is like, you. screw you. And Jake Atlas seems to be just like happy to be there. He's like, oh, this is great. What if uh, Drake and, and Jake Atlas orchestrate like a finger poke of doom situation? Oh, I like it. That's good. Take Kushida out of it. Finger poke. Jake uh, takes the fall. Drake advances. I like that. I think that's great. Uh, after this, your favorite part of the show, a Damian Priest promo. I've got the desire to be a champion, and I'll become a champion. And I'll be champion, but first, the opportunity too good to pass up, so we're going to do it at TakeOver. 
that takeover fin will turn to ashes. I will live forever. Uh, no, done it for me. Thank you. It just, I, I didn't believe a single word he was saying. Ah, man, this is great. And then his name shows up behind him, and then he like looks or he looks back at his name because it's behind him and it's all on fire. This is quality stuff, man. No, 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 no. Uh, after that, we had Io Shirai versus Rhea Ripley. Basically went down exactly how he figured it would. Yeah, it was exactly how he figured it would go down. It was a, it was a really good match before that. No, it was a really it was a really good match. I know. And like Charlotte just just moves on out. And like, what do you, what do you think she's gonna happen? You know, lingering around ringside when this physical match is going on. Like, what is what is what business of hers to 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 roll on down there? Like, if you want to watch it. There's monitors in the back that's been well established. If you want to get a closer look, Jake Atlas was out there earlier. Uh, stand behind the barricade, watch there. What business is of yours? Well, eventually he got inside? in front of the barricade. Look, man, she's the champion and she wants to play mind games. Number one, A, she's the hardest working woman in any industry. She works three days a week. So well, that's, hold on. Let's see if she shows up on SmackDown this week. Oh, she is. She has, she has a match against Bailey, so. Bailey this week. Number two, B. Uh, Charlotte, she can kind of do whatever she wants, and she wants to scout her opponents. You can't scout your opponents from behind a barricade, man. You need to get. You can't look at their footwork and stuff. You got to get up close. You know where she was standing at the foot of the ramp is really not that much further from the ring if she's right along the, on the opposite side of the barricade. Well, she's opposite side of the barricade. Guess what? Down. The odds are better that you won't get Rhea Ripley tossed into you, and you won't interject yourself in a match. We have to actually have a finish this because uh, that's what happened. You know what so, I thought was kind of wonky about it was mm -hmm. that uh, uh, EO was on the verge of uh, she had it was I think it was the uh, the run a bit where she tosses her into uh, uh, Rhea into Charlotte. And then yeah. Beth says EO's uh, uh, got to get Rhea back in the ring. Otherwise, she can't get a victory. And I'm like, well, there is a thing known as a count out. It's count out. So you can totally get a count. And that's I mean, that's just, if you can look, if you can beat up your opponent so bad that they're on the outside of the ring and you get in and make the 10 count. Count out win is a quality win. It's not going to change a title, but there's no title on the line here. You know, in some promotions, you can win the title via count out, just not WWE. You can do that in uh, Japan, right? New Japan, I believe. New yeah. Japan, I think you can do that. Yeah. That's why when there's a count out situation in a title match, it's like actually pretty much high drama. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, wow, someone actually going to lose via count out. Eighteen, they go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. 1920. Okay. <laughs> then they get it. Okada wins. Okada wins. Um, <laughs> so the uh, Io goes on a run. Uh, 619, drop kick, suicide dive, sends Rhea out of the ring. Here comes Charlotte. Um, Io and Rhea start brawling the floor. Uh, Rhea's trying to get Io back in the ring. In the process of doing that, Io hits her with some head scissors and sends Rhea and Charlotte. So they get back. They're fighting some more. Io hits some corner knees, gets two. Hits DDT, and then Charlotte gets in, hits EO with a boot, spear for Rhea, ref calls for the bell. Uh, Charlotte stands tall. We all knew this was going to a triple threat. This is like the most predictable, formulaic way to get there. Um, so, whatever. It's going to happen at TakeOver. I'm sure the match itself will be good. Uh, it just, I don't know. It just felt like it was an underwhelming finish to the show because this is exactly like anybody could have predicted this happening. Uh, yeah, it should be a really good match, though. Yeah, I'm looking be, forward sure. to that one. Um, so, yeah, good stuff. Let's answer some questions. Sure, sounds good. Uh, Fear and Lothan says, Larson, being a man of sportsmanship, would you shake hands with Dexter Loomis after a match? I mean, yeah, if, if, if he beat me fair and square, yeah, why not? 
You'd be in a, you, you try that, you're going to find yourself in an anaconda vice, man. That's a bad idea on your part. Well, I mean, assuming I haven't done them wrong in any way. If we had just had a good competitive match. I don't think that matters. But I don't know his, I don't know his M.O. He obviously does have friends. Or, or M.O. is like... not, mo- M.O. is different than motivation. M.O. is modus operandi. That's how yeah. he kills people. Yeah. Uh, Dang MQ says, Ever Rise sounds like the name of a late 90s to early 2000s pop rock band a la 311. And well, it then, is. Uh, it's not- Everclear. Yeah, that's what Night by Night says. Everclear. Yeah. Uh, Derek Oblick, uh, in kayfabe, where did Shotzi get the tank? As a shoot, where'd she get the tank? That's what I want to know. Dang MQ says, was that Rusev's tank that Shotzi was riding on? Mm-mm. I Rusev's, thought Rusev's tank was green. It was green. Yeah. And it was, uh, it was green. I yeah. think. Yeah. I'm check that one. See, it was one of those Mandela sure things. Green. No, I'm pretty sure it was green. Rusev tank. It was, uh, actually, it was, uh, it was camo, but the base is, uh, it's largely beige and with like oh. a little bit of green camo on it. Oh, okay. I thought it was green also. There were some greens, so they're not like way off. Yeah. Uh, Dominus, Steve, you may want to clear off some space on the shelf for my Ruby figure because it's looking awful like my Phantasma prediction may come true. What was his Phantasma prediction? Uh, if it was simply that he would win, I thought he had like a like a like a really crazy, like a really crazy thing of doing Phantasma. I remember. I wonder if he said if he thought it was going to be Drake versus Phantasma in the finals. That's worth Maybe. putting the Ruby figure there for like a day, sure. Sure. Uh, the rain trigger. Uh, Charlotte as NXT champion has more matches on Raw. Has had more matches on Raw than on NXT. Why is that? Because she's the hardest working person in any you industry. You think they're ever. having her show up on Raw to say, hey, I'm NXT Women's Champion, so people will do an NXT because I think they're using the fact that she's NXT Women's Champion, having her work Raw a lot to advertise NXT on Raw. That makes sense. Uh, Dom says, okay, if this is correct, if this is correct, Ruby has a permanent spot up there. All right, what'd he predict? All this has to be right. He'd win against Drake. Uh-huh. Fine. If he wins against Drake, I'll put that for like a day. But he's also the mastermind behind the Lucha attacks. That's a that's a that's a possibility. But I yeah. remember he did call that, and I will Ruby will have a permanent spot if if Phantasma is the mastermind. There you go behind the Lucha attacks. Uh, Zondo says Gangrel talked on the mic, and he sounded like he had two giant fake teeth getting in the way. So he sounded like a dork. Okay. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, White Brownie asked, Steve, did you see the Chelsea Green video? No, I did not. Maybe I'll get on Twitter and watch it. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Alex Foster. So in kayfabe, what was the interview and tryout process for Dexter Loomis like? I don't. I wonder if he even had a try. He just started showing up at the Performance Center. I think he's not showed signed. Up. I think he's yeah, he not just signed. Showed up. But and nobody like- has the balls. He's too freaky and weird for anybody to tell him, uh, sorry, you can't work here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Diehard Homer, you having a going in raw party. What wrestler shows up first? Who is late? Who eats the most? Who clogs the toilet? Any promotion. Uh, uh, okay, what does Damian Priest do at our party? Is he invited? Yeah, he's in, of course he's invited. Oh. I love Damian Priest. I think he's great. He's well, going to bring agree. his o- women, Otis, for one thing. Yeah, Otis would clog the toilet, right? Ew, that's so gross. Yeah. 
who shows up first? Who seems very punctual? I like. Well, well I want to go outside the box and say Dana Brooke clogs up the toilet. All right. I just took a dump, and it's not going down. <laughs> She'd be nice enough to let us know. She yells, she yells that in front of everybody. Hey, guys. But it also, she'd be the first one there because by all indication, she's like the first one that the venues every day to get some extra work in. That's true. So yeah, we've heard that. she's used to being early to everything. Yeah. So she's at the Before party anybody first. gets there, she clogs the toilet. Hey. You, you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. I'm sorry. I wanted to be make sure I wasn't late. I had so a nervous shit on use, deck. I didn't get to use the potty. I have social anxiety shits. You're kind of gross. Uh, who is late? Who's run the latest? Baron. Oh, yeah, probably Baron. Who eats the most? Well, that's Otis. All right. He starts, like, you know, getting engorged when he gets around our food buffet. Oh, wow. Ah! Uh, John Doe, who in any promotion do you think can pull off a Patrick Bateman-type gimmick? Well, isn't that what Dexter Loomis is doing, basically? <laughs> I mean, he's doing, like, serial killer gimmick, but I don't know if he's doing it exactly like Patrick. He's sort of closer to, like, Jason uh, to or Michael Myers than uh, mm-hmm. to Pat- Patrick Bateman puts on the mask of mm-hmm. what he perceives as normal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know who could have done it really well? Uh, EC3. EC3 yeah. looks like a Wall Street guy, maybe. Yeah. But then he's also a murderer. Uh, Zondo, who's going to sell less offense at TakeOver, Loomis or Charlotte? Well, as you've well, noted... Right now, you... Loomis, Loomis doesn't have a match at TakeOver now, so it's going to be Charlotte. I wonder if they're going to give Loomis a match. They could give him a rematch against Roderick Strong. Maybe. I think there's already uh, probably a lot of uh, matches on the card for TakeOver. Not How many matches we get? But... So, so there's going to be Adam Cole Dream, Gargano, Keith Lee, the women's uh, triple threat... Finn, Damian Priest. Finn, Damian Priest. Uh, probably a tag title match. No. They're not going to do Lorcan and Birch versus... Probably not. You're probably right, else. though. It's already a stacked card. You're probably right about Loomis. Uh, White Brownie 92, do you guys... See, oh, did you guys see Chelsea Green's video on Twitter? Have not yet. Prince C. Ross, what do you make of them billing and calling this a cage fight... Rather than a cage match, I like it. I like and, it too because there's no pinfalls. Drama. There's no pinfalls. Yeah, it's got essentially like MMA rules in mm-hmm. terms of how you win. Dang mm-hmm. MQ, there are plans to do NXT UK shows and empty arenas uh, shows when it's allowed. Yeah, yeah I saw that. Surprising. That's good. That's much better than them releasing the entirety of NXT UK. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Timothy Lemieux, I don't understand why Group A has three, why three are tied, so triple threat, 
while Group B has a two-way tie between Phantasma and Tazawa, but no match oh, for that. Oh, because the three who are tied on top all have beaten each other, which is right. usually a tiebreaker. Tazawa and Phantasma are tied at 2-1. However, head-to-head, Phantasma won that match. Therefore, he has the tiebreaker. Correct. I've loved it. By the way, I've loved this Cruiserweight tournament. I think it's been terrific. Yeah, it has been a lot of fun. Uh, heel long heavy. If Ruby has to go on the shelf, put her behind the money in the bank briefcase. That is rude. Wait, who said what? Heel long heavy says if Ruby has to go on the shelf, put her behind the money in the bank briefcase. Well, look, man, I'm sorry, but if if Dom actually predicts Phantasma being the dude behind the lucha stuff, and him beating Drake Maverick, like he predicted this like three weeks ago. Yeah, he, that Ruby's staying. Man, Ruby's gonna be she. She's gonna be. See where this pen is. Right there. Right there. Right in front of Finn. There you go. Pointing it. Uh, I'll have to take her out of the box, though. Uh, Alex C. In Larson's NXT, does Damian Priest have a a talk show segment called Interview with a Vampire? Oh, that's good. That's Uh, good. He has a show called Bite This. Oh. (laughs) They bring back WWE Bite This. That's good, yeah. Who's my first uh, internet chatter today? Because wasn't it like a... It was an internet show, wasn't it? Yeah. Kevin Kelly. (laughs) <laughs> uh, heel long heavy yo Rusev is streaming we gotta get we gotta go raid Miro Twitch okay how many if he has too many people he he's has not even gonna 188 viewers right now uh, that's on the that's on the uh, I'd rather raid Pulse is, is 62 uh, Cultaholic has 276 man that's like a that's that's a White Brownie says Riddle versus Thatcher should have been a Lion's Den match that'd be fun I would my my uh my suggestion would be to raid Cultaholic. That's what I'm thinking. They're never on when we're on. That's true, but Pulse is never on when we're on either. I like Pulse too. I love Pulse. Pulse is great. Yeah, Pulse is great. But he also only has 62 people. I don't want to inundate him. I feel like more more of our like we'd have a bigger look, man. It's it's a much bigger collaboration for us to get a shout out from Cultaholic. All right. Then from I love Pulse. Pulse is great. Pulse Just is saying. fantastic. He's playing Va- Valor- Valorant. 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 Yeah, I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's game. It's evidently it's a cross between like Overwatch and CS:GO apparently. Oh, all it right. It just seems like it's another first-person shooter with like a bunch of people. Yeah. Yeah. OSW? Is OSW on Twitch right now? Okay, what's OSW's... uh, Is it just OSW? Oops, don't do that. Any other questions? Oh, here we go, OSW Review. What are they doing right now? They're playing The Last of Us. Oh, they have 69 people. I want to follow them. I want to make friends. So that's a good one. OSW is a good one because I want to make friends. I like them. We don't know them. We've never met them. We've had like zero interactions with them, but we yeah. like them. Yeah. So maybe we'll do that. Well, you you do what you want to do. Whatever. Um, <laughs> I'm going to. Yeah, just go do whatever, do whatever you want to do. What are you, wait, why is there attitude now? Can I give you a red light for that room? So you can have like a blue one and a red one? I only have like one uh, lamp in here. To use if I give you a nicely framed poster to put behind you on that wall. I would... have nicely framed posters I could put on that wall. However, this is my bedroom. It's not my exclusive space. 
Let me talk to. I'll talk to my wife, stop, and she'll talk stop, to your wife. Stop. This is why you get attitude. We do stuff like that. That's why you get attitude. Really? Yes. It's all out of love, though. Listen, uh, I'll take care of it. Listen, it's okay. Oh I'll God. take care of it. End the show. We're going to have words after this. Oh, Thanks. no. Okay, let me just, I got a couple more questions here. Um, no. Uh, pick. Rory says, pick the last competitor in this year's Survivor Series match. <laughs> uh, who's the sole survivor? Kevin Owens. I'm going to say Drake Maverick. He's going to have go. a killer year. Just a really great wow. year. Wow. Wrestler of the year. Yeah. Drake Maverick. <laughs> that's right. Uh, oh, that's a good what a, a Randy the Ram poster. Can I get you a Randy the Ram poster? Will uh, you put it up back there? Mm-mm. Can you just like, uh, can you just like completely like and just tape a bunch of posters to that wall right there? It's visible. Can I come by and do a mural? Is your door broken? No. Why? What's that line right there to the to like the left yes. of the no? Go go to the other side. Is it just like a, a ray of light right there? Yeah, it's a glass. Oh, it's that. Oh, I thought it was just solid door. No, that's a mind blower. Anyways, thanks. Can I replace that with like a, a like a Marvel Comics one? No, stop. <laughs> thanks for watching, everybody. Pin loser draws coming up a little bit later on today. So keep an eye on your notifications. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Hey, Steven Larson. It's feeling like an Arby's night. Feast your eyes on that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.